episode 69 here, a little bit different. Uh, we had an NFL coach, former NFL coach on the last episode. Now we have a man of the, of the book, of the good book, okay? A man of faith, if you will. So there's going to be no joking around this episode. This is a serious topic. No, we had a good time. Uh, my buddy Nick grew up with him. Uh, he's got a crazy story about going from being a drug addict degenerate like me and all my friends were to now being a youth minister. Uh, he's a good guy. I think you guys will like this episode. And if I sound a little more faggy than usual, it's because I was on acid. And acid makes you feel very euphoric and happy. So I probably sounded like a, a, a giant douche. But, you know, that's that's the fun of this. You get to laugh at this clown and um, enjoy me probably this is probably going to make me go to hell this episode nick tried to pray for me on the way out and i i do appreciate that but a hooker ran past us as he put his hand on my shoulder as if god was saying hey buddy not this one no i'm kidding if anybody is uh, interested in learning more about uh becoming closer to christ he is the one to talk to get in touch with me i guess and i'll, I'll get you hooked up with him and the lord Enjoy the enjoy the episode. Point is, like um, we talked about that before. We don't want this to get into a thing where it's like, yeah, we're making a rape joke, sure. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, this is like, you know, being immortalized forever, or talked about at like a you know some family barbecue later on in life. Sure, dude, that story fucking cracked me up when you were telling me how innocent your uh, now your wife. She's now your wife, yep. and you're telling me she just really doesn't have that background with drugs and alcohol. And so she was curious just about how meth is smoked, right? Like, that's yeah. really a lot of people. Well, are. what happened is, so you and me went to South Dakota together. We, yeah. we, we did a lot of stuff. We lived through a lot of stuff. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, she was asking me questions where she's like, hey, so, like, you used to smoke weed every day? Yeah. I was like, yeah, that's a yeah. Good, you know yeah. what? How about, let me give you a blanket statement. Let me say, if you can think of it, assume assume i've done it or i have experience with it she took that at face value so we're at a party yeah. uh with a bunch of uh our friends from church mm -hmm. and they're talking about crystal meth for some reason and they're both like her and a friend are like yeah i just don't really know how that's even what does that even mean and danny goes you know who you should ask it's so perfect you should this. ask nick this how crystal meth is smoked and i'm like sweetheart you can't go telling people that. She sounds like the nicest person. She is the sweet. Really the best thing that's ever happened to me, for sure. That's that's pretty awesome, man. I've never, uh, I don't think I've ever had true love. You know, because you always think you're in it, and then you look back on it, you're like, dude, that would have been a nightmare. Oh, my God, I'm glad we broke up when we did. Yeah. Because um, relationships well, so, so, also, they bring out the worst in people. The well, here's together. what happened. So after we got engaged, we went to Benihana with my, my family. Classic classic to celebrate and uh my mom literally she had a couple michelle had, had a couple and uh she was like you know what nick i'm really glad you found daddy because you had a thing for for crazy crazy bitches that's yeah I mean, and you did. that was i was like yep it wasn't dude it wasn't their personality that was crazy just like i think people in general and as we go through our 20s here and so just advice for people throughout life is like insecurity and uh jealousy that's a real turnoff and if you don't trust that person enough to just go hang out with their friends you sure. clearly should not be with them. sure you know and um that's it's a maturity thing a lot of times too but i'm sure you look back on those relationships and go 
if we met a different time in our lives, you know, we maybe it would have worked out different. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't trade my wife for the world, but oh no, I'm not saying that. Just like you know, yeah, I was an emotional, uh, insecure little boy. So, um, so how do you know me, Joe? I know you. Uh, I mean, where do we? You did a you did a real dude? just real solid intro here. No, I'm not. Dude, this is going to be like a Rogan episode. I'm Rogan now, okay? I've done I've done one big episode with like a guy who wasn't Jake from This is episode Texas. 69. Dude, I keep bringing up Jake from Texas like I'm insulting him. It's just I can't think of two names at once. I'm very high. Um, but really, like I, I was on kind of a high the whole day from that. And so what, what were we talking about here? I don't know. I mean, we were talking yeah, about yeah. What I was going to say is, dude, uh, like, we'll just keep recording this and I'll just fucking Perfect. throw these Perfect. all together. It's... Now that I know actual Texans, Jake is the least Texan Texan I know. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude, he's, I mean, you know, I can say this. He's the gayest straight man I've ever met in my <laughs> life. Okay. This guy, he cares about the gene length. You know what I mean? And you can tell. You can tell. <laughs> because. <laughs> Because when I wear jeans, like that thing is just goes where it goes. I don't even know what my I jean got length is. Bottoms. They might it might get caught in the door. I don't give a shit. I've never seen a neater jean on a man. <laughs> okay, I never have. And this guy, now make no mistake, I'm not calling him gay. This guy was getting pussy constantly. Like he was getting pussy probably the most out of our friend group. Sure, he was banging. And I don't. I think that's because he's just able to sort of smooth talk a little bit. Um, well, he was the only person who was normal and didn't do drugs constantly. True, dude. I forgot how well put together he, he was. He was like a normal yeah. dude. Dude, he's trying to go to Japan. Yeah, I remember. Oh, it's so funny that you listen to this podcast. I'm so ashamed. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I like imagine somebody just like, uh, you know, maybe we're 10 years down the road and they're driving to work and they're just like, Jesus Christ, you know? I knew that guy. I knew that guy. He's still doing that shit, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, for sure. Check me out. Yeah. Um, yeah. I guess I guess we'll just sort of, I don't know, maybe, do you want to get a solid intro here? I don't yeah, really. Let's, let's, I mean, just so people know who we, uh, well, they know who you are. Yeah. Kind of. Well, they know who I am. Make no mistake. <laughs> For God's sakes, dude. Um, they don't 69. know you like I know you. Yeah, they don't know you. They, that's true. That is true. We'll just start it out right here. Episode 69, because obviously it had to be... What do we got to carry up with like an alias now for you, yeah. too? Yeah, well, you already used my first name, so we're going to do that. But uh, yeah, it's episode 69. Uh, Joey talks to a pastor. I, I like that one. Uh, <laughs> dude, that's perfect. That's genius, because it's episode 69. <laughs> and so it's like the last thing you would talk to a pastor about sure. is, you know, fellatio. But that's why it's funny, and that's it's a, po a comedy podcast, so that's really what I'm focused on doing here. Um, I guess, really, we met in high school, right? But we didn't, We were on two different life paths at that point. We ran with different crowds. Different crowds. And I was, uh, I was like a New Jersey criminal in Minnesota. Like, it just yep. didn't fit. You know, I was doing things out there that they just weren't ready for. And on the other hand, <laughs> you were just like the average kid, right? Yeah. So then you you get the one solid mix in there, which is college. Yeah. And you're like, dude, you're going out for the first time. And you're like, I remember well, We that bonded guy. over the fact uh, that we hated everything about South Dakota. Yeah. And so. That um, was fucked up. I forgot about that, dude. Dude. 
I remember everybody got super like, dude, they foamed at the mouth because Luke Bryan and his tight jeans were coming to town. And I was like, dude, I could not give less of a rip. We should have fucking egged those people. I swear <laughs> to God. We should have been like, Luke Bryan, Luke Bryan. And when we got closer to him, just pegged them, assaulted them with eggs. Um, because for anyone who doesn't know, and I think we have talked about that on the show before, South Dakota State had the choice between, and I'll say this clearly, Juicy J, or what was the other fucking guy, Brad Paisley or something like that? Luke Bryan. Luke Bryan. I don't even care enough to know the distinction. Yeah. Well, the point is, one of them is Juicy J, and we graduated high school in 2016. Mm-hmm. Why the fuck would I want to hear about a tractor right now? Well, and I'll tell you, it's because we were in the middle of goddamn nowhere. Yeah, it was. I, I, we went to school with kids who'd never seen a stoplight before. Oh, God, that's so fucked. It makes me sick. Yeah. My roommate's name was Orman. Like, that's dude, the first time... Dude, Armin was the best thing. His name sounds like a spell. <laughs> dude, I love Armin. Armin was I the hope, shit. I wish him nothing but joy and happiness. Oh, man. you don't even... Really, you don't even need to. He was on a path to success, honestly. <laughs> I bet you that guy's getting so much pussy right now. I uh, really hope he is. I should reach out to him. Um, He definitely... One thing I He noticed, was the best sport for having... You as a roommate, man. When you don't go oh, out the window, you go like, cover for me. Don't go out the window. No, I would never make him cover for me. Like, I was fair about that. I'd be like, dude, I think the cops are going to come up here. You tell them everything. Like, it's fine. <laughs> like, I'm going to be gone for the next 12 hours. They're yeah. not finding me. And this is not on you. Like, you don't. And by cops, you mean the the kid who thought he was a cop who lived a couple doors down from you? The fucking campus PD. Bunch of, lo- like, literal losers, man. I don't even know how to describe these people. Their job is to tackle 19 year olds over pot. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't get more garbage than that. You know, we had a fucking guy, our friend, Steven, like I've never heard this out loud in my life. Guy couldn't join the South Dakota campus police because he got a DUI on a horse the year before. (laughs) And you start going, okay, so I live in, my life is a red dead redemption. I don't, this is not real life, yeah, yeah. Um, and it was that was depressing. So we definitely connected on that for sure. And then on top of that, I was like, "Hey, buddy, you ready to step it up to the big leagues?" You know, <laughs> I was like, "You want to try the shit?" And it's so fitting that you're here on this day. And bro, like just to get this thought out, this is fucking crazy the way acid lines up. Sure. Acid for anybody who doesn't do acid, and I really, you know, be careful if you're going to. It's hard to find. Right. So it's if you're going to get quality shit, it really is trippy the way that these things line up. Right. So like I did not know I was getting any today. This is probably the best acid I've ever done. uh, If you can't tell just by listening to this. And then on top of that, you are going to be coming back here. And the connection to that is I gave you your first acid trip. Yep, we did acid together for the first first time I did that. (sighs) Those were good tabs, dude. Yeah, that was a different type of acid that I have not really been able to find since it was almost like, um, it would make your teeth. You could feel it in your teeth, dude. So it was a less, it was a less pure high. Like the thing I'm on right now, man, I'm kind of bummed out that I drank it all today. If I had known I was going to get some (laughs) acid, I would not have because I took two tabs and it was probably somewhere around 200 UGs or micrograms or whatever they call it. Pretty solid trip just on the base level. I was laying down in the park, just looking up at the sky. There's no clouds. And like, I couldn't see, like I couldn't, I was blind. (laughs) It's fucking insane. Just to explain acid to people or at least try to, 
if you've never done it before, I was just in the bathroom and I had to like ask my dick hole to piss. I was like, dude, we've done this. We've done this. We've been doing this all day. What is the difference now? And he's just, I don't know, man. I'm sorry. You're throwing the whole thing off. There's been three podcasts today. There's another guy in the room now. And not only did I have to like tell my dick hole to piss, I had to focus on which direction the pee was going, which is so not fair. Then stuff like that doesn't happen unless you're on acid. It's like opening up a fucking wormhole into another part of reality, really. Is it? It really is, dude. <laughs> I mean, just go back and think about the times we had on acid. They were so ridiculous, you know? Yeah. Fever dreams, man. Fever dreams. I remember the day after that trip, um, we ended it by getting so drunk that you fell asleep, and I didn't stop drinking. Dude, it went. It went. That was where it all went downhill from that day on. Wow, that's fucking nuts. Yeah. Dude, that's crazy. And we went really down. We really saw how far the rabbit hole went. Yeah, you tell us, sir, from your perspective, because you witnessed it all. Right. This kid was such a gigantic bitch, all right? And I, you know what? Fuck him. Because I tried to be nice to him, and he was such a little cunt. Um, <laughs> I love how I spent two and a half hours being like, no, everybody, like, you know, was different in high school, and we all have to accept people now. And then I just say something you like record- that. Yeah, we're talking about God. Like, we're I'm talking like, about life and <laughs> happiness, and podcast comes on. And sort of-, of course, I don't think of him that way now. Like, I don't even know the guy now. He's probably a completely different person. That was just how I well, felt with- about him back then. Yeah. Right? Like, we were on completely different paths. Sure. And um, for him to be like, I'm going to weasel my way into here, and, like, I'm going to tell on you guys if we t- – if- <laughs> <laughs> you guys are 18 and 19 years old. I'm going to tell, uh, you know, the cops if you're drinking there and I'm not invited. That's fucking insane. Yeah. Like, I've never heard anything like that. It's a clear sign of mental illness. We didn't say his name, did we? No. Okay. Anyway, I feel like I can. Maybe we did. I don't remember. Um, either way, it's a very common name. He. So basically, this kid was like against drinking and smoking and stuff. Or at least he tried to make it seem that way. And he would get fucked up to the point where he couldn't stand. Yeah. You know? And, like, you don't understand how dangerous that shit is, which is so stupid when you're 19. Like, I really think I understand a lot more now. Dude, we should be dead right now. Oh, for sure, bro. I mean, I... One time I took 10 Xanax and drank 9 beers, bro. Yeah. Like, that's... You should die from that. Yeah. Like, um... Oh, man, that's a whole other story, but... We're talking about uh, who the fuck were we talking? When our about? buddy fell down the stairs at the cabin. Oh yeah, dude. So this guy, right, right, like he like was totally would put on this this face to everybody else in our grade. Like, no, I don't drink. That's for losers. And then he would get blackout drunk. That's the part that pissed me off. You yeah. want to do that in secret? That's fine. Just don't go calling me an asshole to everybody else's face, sure. right? And eventually, it got to the point where we were like, we're not putting up with this kid. Just put him in the fucking basement. Fuck him. I go down there to like get weed or something and I just hear this kid crying on the ground because he's so drunk and he's like, doesn't know how to handle the spins. Right. It's the room is half lit and he's laying on a red blanket that's yeah. scrunched up by his head. Yeah. So it literally looks like there's a red puddle of blood. We're in the middle of nowhere and none of us are 21. Yeah. I was like, Oh my God, dude, I, we're, our lives are over. Like yeah. I just, he's so fucked up. I don't know what to do. We're going to have to bury him. And so as soon as I was like, Thomas, like I said it like that, his name was Thomas. I don't give a fuck. His name was Thomas. And I was like, Thomas? And he stood up. He's like, what? And I was like, oh, fuck you. I thought you were dying in front of me, man. Like, you know, 
uh, that, you know, we really just shouldn't have been doing that. It's so funny to me that I got mono and you were like, dude, I thought you were just pissed off. At me. Dude. <laughs> I was like, no, I was literally, my body was decaying. No, you were mad. You were mad that weekend. Dude, no, we were all no. having so There much was fun. nothing I could do though, because dude, like being in, when you have mono for anybody that's never had it, and I pray to God you never have to. Don't make out with 19-year-old sluts. That's how you get it. Um, and did the best, though. But also, like, it, it takes you to a different state where it can uh, literally affect your brain. Like, there can be long-term effects from mono on your actual consciousness. So, I mean, I don't think it's fair to be like, yeah, dude, you seemed upset that weekend. <laughs> like, I couldn't move. And Patrick, dude, you know, god damn it, dude, that was such a nice cabin. And so what I don't understand about stuff like that is get rid of the dog hair. You can spend this much on the cabin. Why am I literally rolling over? I'm dying from an 1800s typhoid fever. And there's a Labrador hair sticking me in the eye. Like I was truly, I was not having a good time. Yeah. Negative six degrees in the room. Yeah. <laughs> we should have died from the elements alone. No heat. No heat. Six dudes in the cabin in Hackensack, Minnesota. Dude, that was the other dangerous part is just being out there, you know, can't really get around and if somebody gets hurt everybody's drunk you know god forbid there's a blizzard or something like yeah. that oh i would pray for that so hard i remember that when we would go up there um during college and stuff i was like dude please let us get stuck up here they can't they can't tell us no yeah they can't get mad at us <laughs> they, were good they let times, us go man. up here they were good times you know um looking back on them you know but so you're sober great. now. I am for uh, almost four years. I've been That's sober now. That's fucking nuts. And yeah. obviously, congratulations. Yeah. congratulations. So, we, so we went from uh, doing, you know, class one drugs and getting blackout drunk every day to uh, I am four years sober and yeah, I'm a pastor now. Yeah, dude. I remember there was a time you were so drunk that I took a hairbrush and I smacked you on the stomach as hard <laughs> as I could. But I was just so mad at you. It wasn't even like I was annoyed. I was like, this is dangerous. Like. <laughs> You're going to get alcohol poisoning. And you're like, I love it, dude. I love the pain. Honestly, I could take more. You want to hit me in the face? I'm like, just like, dude, this is nuts. I broke my hand that year because you dared me to punch a brick wall. I forgot about, dude. I was like, we were. Look, the excuse is that we were all in college, right? Like, when I look back on these things and I go, dude, I don't even know who that person was. Yeah. I blocked that out of my memory that I was like, yeah, bro. Put, see, you can punch that brick wall. Like, yeah. what the fuck? Like, I'm laughing at the stories because they're fun to think back on. But, like, looking back on them, I'm like, dang, man. Joey was, was like, kind of a piece of shit. <laughs> no. No, like, like uh, with a fully formed, like, adult brain. I'm like, yeah. dang, we were dumb. Oh, of course. And that should be how it's looked at. Like, you know, you got to be thankful that we even made it out of it alive. But at the end of the day, that's something that really stands out to me about you being sober is you can look back on it and like accept that hey this is what happened and i learned a lot from it dude it helps me so like in my job it really it, it like i understand you know when people are talking about stuff like that and i get both the stages where it's like yeah this is really fun and this is what, like i get it when kids or, or uh people are just like having fun mm -hmm. and they're in that stage i get it you know not that i think it's good but i like i understand their mindset but then i also get when people are like addicted and hate that they're doing that, but they can't get out of it. Um, and so it, it helps, man. I don't regret it, but, sure. you know, but you know what though? Like as much as you could say, like that, you don't think you're doing that great, man. Like looking back on what you've, you know, you're a pretty resilient man, Yeah. you know? And so like looking back on what you did in Pittsburgh and 
making the choice to move out there and move out here and living on your own. And dude, like you're, you're a strong dude, man. And I think that, uh, you're a good guy, man. There's a lot of people who could go down the path we went down who turn into just terrible, terrible people. I appreciate you saying that very much. And, um, I do agree with that to an extent, but what comes with that dude, and I, this is tough to talk about, but it really is like, um, how I think of myself, I, I would almost describe myself as a self-loathing narcissist. Mm-hmm. Like it's constantly going back and forth between these thoughts of like, dude, nobody could do that shit. Nobody yeah. could, nobody could be blacked out on Xanax with their dick out of their fly with a joint in their hand, trying to run down a Greyhound bus in Gary, Indiana. Yeah. That would break the average person. Right? <laughs> and then, so I'm, I'm going like, dude, that, that means something. You're tough, dude. Yeah. And then on the other hand, like the, the voice immediately comes back and smacks it back around and goes, yeah. why are you there in the first place? Why are you in Gary, Indiana with your cock out chasing a bus in the first place? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it really is, um, a matter of we got we, i'm watching the thing here yeah, we got we'll three minutes before segment. a new one um it's a matter of trying to trying to be mature maybe and like be like okay now i got the life experiences i got to stop doing the stuff that makes you feel like a piece of shit right yeah so it really just starts with the stuff that's right in front of you i got fucking holes in the wall like you said there's a goddamn sink in the a fan in the sink so that i can <laughs> properly oscillate <laughs> the desert air through here it has to the place is so small i literally have a fan in my yeah. sink right now yeah and nick hasn't stopped looking at it the entire time Dude, it's, it's so it's, funny to bring it it. I, me feel i bad. walked in here and the first thing i saw was this tower fan in your kitchen sink yeah i ben petrick and his wife came out here oh and, he's married now yeah they just recently got married oh, cool, i think man. it was just his fiance at the time but you know like i god yeah. damn dude it's it's so funny to like not realize these things i'm doing day to day there's a lamp in front of the microwave (laughs) like at one point we came back here and we were just having some beers and i washed my hands and i just picked up a shirt wiped my hands on the shirt (laughs) threw it back on the towel and the girl she's a nurse so like literally that was probably the most disgusting thing she's ever seen she couldn't even help herself this is the first time i ever met this girl she's like oh you're just gonna throw that I was like, oh, damn, that is fucked. I should not have done that in front of people. Yeah. You know, I just, I don't know. I'm sorry, miss. Like, you know, your immune system is probably like the SEAL Team 6. Oh, yeah. It's got to be ridiculous at this point. Nothing's taken Joey Capuano. I don't even think fentanyl could beat me. (laughs) The man who beat fentanyl. (laughs) This week in fentanyl, can't beat Joey Capuano. Fucking that's scary stuff. It's either going to be the robots or the fentanyl, dude. That's how we're going to die. So I might look back on this, dude. We might get down the road. I might have like three kids, and I just I'm a Mormon now or something. Like just total curveball. Please don't. Well, it is one thing that is very trippy to think about because it always happens to the ones you think it wouldn't happen to. Okay. Yeah. My uncle, my uncle um, Matt, he was really heavy drinker and like he just really wasn't that into church and stuff like yeah. that Meet some mormon girl complete light switch all right sure. he's the opposite of that now so he sold out for a girl yeah yeah that's what they do that's what they do no one is saying it's a good deal okay <laughs> uh that's what it's what you have to do is you have to uh if you're a mormon you have to in order to marry that person convert them to mormonism right sure and there's so much bullshit that comes with that that i don't understand how it happens to certain people there was a girl named, I won't, you know, I won't be a dick and say her last name. 
Um, her name was Carly. She went to Lakeville South. Sure. She was like one of the hottest girls I've ever seen. She was uh, like the head cheerleader. Okay. And a Mormon. That was a Mormon. She's like a sister wife somewhere now in Utah. Mm-hmm. Bro, this girl could have been on the cover of a fucking magazine. So how do they take that? What is it about the Mormons that they're just grabbing people with this bullshit story about finding stones in the dirt, right? Yeah. That South Park episode about that makes me laugh so fucking hard. Because it, it is like, it is pretty ridiculous, you know? But it still gets people almost like Scientology. Yeah, well, that's the thing about like religion is it's one of those things where like, there's plenty of religions that give you morals that are good. Yeah. Right? That's just, there is, right? Like, there's lots that line up. But the the difference between that and, like, Christianity is, like, it's not about what you do to get to God. It's about what, like, he did to get to you. And so that's how you get the sense of, like, yeah, there's plenty of people who are, you know, high strung out on the street right now. Right. Who love God, love Jesus, and he accepts them fully because of who he is, right? But it's, like, because it's not about that. You know, I think that there's a way that, that your actions and character changes as you start to follow him because you trust him right but there's the in the door is not about who who you are what you do but i think you're thinking that of it i'm going what is it about the religion right like that's not i'm saying there's a clear like if we're gonna pick between literal religions between um dude you must have told me four times now protestant right yeah, yeah. Protestant if we look at the difference between Mormons and Protestants, I think the majority of people, like a staunch atheist, would be like, yeah, the Protestant guys know a little bit about more what's probably going on, right? I'm not talking about the actual religion and the morals of it. Oh, it's just what about it? What draws them in? There's no benefits. Like, Yeah. I guess it would be sick to be like, you know, if you were a guy and living a literal handmaid's tale, but less sad. Right, like if you could be out in Utah and you have a giant Hummer and you're just in the middle of nowhere, you got like a lake in the backyard and shit, and you have 14 sister wives, that's my perfect life. I'll take, dude, I'll take that today. I will literally, dude, put me in a Mormon cult today. I will never talk to my family again if I can have 14 sister wives. So that, that's an interesting uh, thought where it's like, would you, you know, what is it that you think would be better about having 14 wives instead of one? I don't know. Did you say that out loud? Yeah. Okay, 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 okay. Drake Bell, um, who unfortunately I think like molested somebody, but at the time he was cool when this happened, right? Drake and Josh, I wanted to be like Drake Bell before he molested a kid. All right, back then he was the cool guy because he would talk about, you know, how to be cool, right? And he would explain things to Josh, who was a little bit of a nerd, and he'd be like, that does make sense. And Drake came out of a movie one day with a girl, and Josh was like, I don't understand. I saw you with Cindy earlier. You're with Alex now? And he goes, Josh, Alex is Mike and Ike's. Now, you like Mike and Ike's, right? They're your favorite candy. You want to have Mike and Ike's all the time. But then Cindy is Milk Duds. (laughs) And she's over here, and then you've got Cassandra is the popcorn and uh, Ashley is the fucking soda. When you have the whole thing, I I get what you're saying. You've met the girl, right? I get sure. that, and I fully believe you. You cannot say that that is not the most tempting thing you've ever heard in your life. No. So he, listen to me. Fourteen to me. types of no, pussy so, 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 every so, 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 day. Hear, hear me out. Hear it's me like out. a sushi platter for your cock. Hear me out, right? Hear me out. Okay. So it's like. 
<laughs> no, no, he didn't have an answer. You heard it that's right there. True. He didn't have an answer. No, that's not true. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. He didn't have so, an answer because there isn't let me, one. Let me throw you a statistic that I think is going to blow your mind a little bit. Okay, if you were going to guess who the most sexually satisfied group of people is in the country, who would you guess? Give me one second to think about this. I want to like like really think about this for a second. The most sexually satisfied. Yeah, reported the highest that they're the most satisfied. Married people. couples. Okay. Yes. It is it is Christian women who did not have sex before they got married mm -hmm. who go to church more than once a week. Because they're repressing it, right? Like you got uncomfortable when we talked about this yesterday. No, I still think I, there's no, something I, to this. I don't dude. think, I that think that's, there's uh, something he's what, trying to hide. No, I think that it's it's due to the fact that like so. If you boil it down to just sex, of course, like you're going to think that like more is better, right? Yes. But it's like with 14 wives, you don't get to connect with that person. Exactly. You That's know? the so difference. Like I have the, never met a girl like that. Like I right. don't, you know. But I think if you did, mm -hmm. then you would look at 14 and be like, I don't want 14 when I can have the one. And that's what I'm saying is I don't think that's possible. The, it, what, I, what I'm subjugated to right now. Before subjugated. You, you are... <laughs> I am That's so a very choice word to one pussy at a time because of the lack of success in life, honestly. And if it ever gets to a point where it's an option, like I'll just be blunt about it and it sounds douchey, but it's just like, dude, if it gets to a point like ever in my life, wherever I have money or something, I'm never going to get married and I'm just going to try and fuck as many women as possible. What if that's empty when you get there? It is. <laughs> it, it is, dude, it is. Come on. But at the same time, you got to admit there's something scary and also maybe something that you probably just don't feel about this because you truly think you've met the one. There are people who are married and they're like, dude, I don't even like this person. Well, so that's, so let's talk about that because like when you talk about the one, mm -hmm. right, I don't believe in the one. Interesting. Right. So I think that like you can have a successful marriage with anybody, mm -hmm. right? Because look at things like arranged marriages, right? Not in our culture, right? But they are very successful okay. in the sense of like, I think that like a good marriage is built on commitment and like choosing to love that person over just like the fleeting sexual excitement of a new person, okay. right? And so it's like, you know, there's a way that uh, I've heard this, I heard it said this way, like, I don't think Danny at the time we got married was the only woman I could have ever married and I would have been unhappy with anyone else. Mm -hmm. But now that I've been with Danny, I would never, ever like she became the one. Right. And so it's one of those things where like, I don't think there's one soul instead of saying the one, like there's not a soulmate. I don't think there's one person out there that you connect with personally. Like that's the one. Yeah. Right. But I think it's like, there's plenty of women that you could have a good, great, wonderful marriage with. It just takes, the commitment to choose to say no that's the one i'm picking what do you think about what does your religion think about polyamorous relationships i've been thinking that that would also work well for me so that's um, really interesting actually yeah. when you talk about it because that's something that comes up and uh it's it's like hold, hold on hold on hold on i meant like two me and two chicks not me and another dude because i'm not a homo no I, I, get, I get what you're saying no, go ahead no, I, I get what you're saying Thank so you. there's like it's never explicitly stated not to do that in the bible Right. Yeah. But, but every example of it happening always ends bad. Mm -hmm. Right. And so it's one of those things where I don't think we're designed to do that. I think that you're designed to be with one person. Um, 
but like when what are you laughing dude at? i'm so sorry i can't i just i'm still on acid <laughs> and i just thought about god being like yeah dude i'm gonna need you to get crucified and jesus is like can i at least get some pussy first and he's like that's the thing dude i'm sorry I think that's the wrong way it's to look the at ultimate it. sacrifice I think that's the way he's looking and i just look at g i just picture jesus he's like it's like me trying to get an uber on monday morning he's like, oh fuck. so okay. that's that's the uh okay. so we're getting way in uh in the weeds now in the sense of like here's the thing is like how the bible talks about like jesus's bride right is is us i don't even know that part right? i don't even know that part yeah so it describes it as, as us like believers right and so not so think of it pause it's not sexual pause it's not sexual <laughs> no, you sus uh, it's, it's, it's just one of those things where like that's why he chose to do that right is because he loves us so much it's that it's that like genuine it's like the closest they use the word bride because it's the closest uh thing we can understand yeah. to that level of love yeah right because it's like that's what changed for me is I think that before I didn't understand, like, I would always like to say I'm the kind of person that would be like, yeah, I'd die for somebody, mm -hmm. you know, like I'd like to say that, but I think before I got married, I don't think I would have like in as, as wholeheartedly as I would now, okay. like there's a way where like I would die for my wife without thinking about it. Yeah. yeah you know? no. and so, but like, you know, that is what to me is like, I don't think it was a choice for him mm -hmm. in the sense of, I think he was so willing to do it for me, for us, for his people, that like, it wasn't even a discussion. And I know you were trying to make a joke. Yeah, really that's serious. why I was laughing is and because I the really word serious. pussy was involved and we're talking about God, but I just, I'm sorry, because I like literally interrupted you because I couldn't look you in the eye and not laugh about that thought. Sure. It's kind of, you know, that is a raw deal, but I get what you're saying. Um, like, you know, the idea of sex in general is just, it's so animalistic you know it's meant to breed man yeah yeah it's a very it's a very ones and twos system whereas like dude honestly god pussy might be the best pussy all right no no no, no. i wasn't talking about <laughs> god himself dude it's the bride it's the metaphor for the bride god no homo love you um yeah we're about we're about we're uh at the 30 minutes here i'm starving and um, just coming out of this acid now and going to need to get a nice uh, cool down session going. Sure. So what do you think? I got some good places around here. Yeah, it's crazy. Food. Let's do it, man. Uh, wait, so we got we got like three minutes here. I'm going to give you the last three minutes. Just talk about God. And I'll when we're getting to the last three minutes, because it'll stop and I don't want to get cut off. You know, I'll just I'll just give you a thumbs up. Right when it gets right to it. I didn't know you were going to do this. No, so go this ahead. Put me on the spot. Yeah. Take, I, I mean, you know, take your time if you need to think, think about it for a second. <laughs> no, I mean, I could talk about it, man. It's, a, it's one of those things where, like, I'm talking simultaneously to you. Mm -hmm. And also, I hope by proxy to the people listening, it's like, I, I truly believe that, that God loves you, Joe. Mm -hmm. and, and all these times where, like, you know, I, don't, I think as many times as you think that you've you've ripped on him or, like, like rejected him, I don't think he's ever rejected you. Mm -hmm. um, and if, if I'm right, right? Why take the risk to not explore getting to know Christ? Because yeah. if that story is true, and if, if he really loves you, like he really says he does, mm -hmm. and he is who he says he is, why wouldn't you give him the time of day based on what other people say, or what you think he's like, um, and really just explore it? Because I, I promise that that won't come back empty. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. 
I don't think that a lot of people that listen to this show are are atheists in any sense at all. So I, I do like to think that that matters what you just said right there. You know, well, even if there's one, man. Yeah. You know, there's probably some. Or even if there's people who, who love God, it's like it's a good reminder. Yeah. You know, it's a good thing to think about. It's like, oh yeah, he really does. He really does mm-hmm. love me like that. You know, that he was willing to die for me, like a really, you know, the death I deserved. You know, for me. So it's like. It's something that takes more time to talk about and like like you said like if if we were willing to sit on a park bench mm-hmm. for an hour and a half and talk about it it's easier to talk about than like three minutes at the end of a podcast but i get you i get you and that's that's ultimately why i think you're going to be so successful at this because you, tr- you truly not only have a calling as far as talking to people and understanding people but it's just that idea of being able to just talk to a friend about it on a bench yeah. instead of literally like people killing each other over yeah. this shit, right? Yeah. If we want people to take religion seriously, we need to start thinking of it in exactly the way that you are, I think. So well, I appreciate that. Very proud of you, man. You're such a good friend. I love you. Yeah, I love you too. Man. And anything you ever need, you come, you come see Uncle Joey. Call him Uncle Joey. I'll come down there. I, I, got know, I know a few guys in Minnesota. <laughs> My grandpa, he knows a few guys. (laughs) All right. Thanks, Nick. Yep.